Hey, hey, oddballs. Welcome to the Odd and Off Beat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever shrewd Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a little bird. Oh, that's a shrew. Yes. <laughs> taming of the Shrewd. Yes, Taming it's of the Shrewd. It's book. It's my favorite. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by our Patreon contributors, folks, because we are doing this in person. We are yep. able to do that using the money uh, from our Patreon contributors so Louie could fly down to the farm here in Eugene, Oregon. Yep, and we can record in person. Live at Moon Rabbit Ranch. You know it. Yes. Rabbit, not rabid. Oh, oh, yes. sorry, sorry. That was a the sh- Rabbit Moon Ranch. That's almost a better name, honestly. Yeah, that was some shrewd naming <laughs> of it. So, welcome, Louie. How is it going, buddy? How things? Doing good. Uh, I just got a new computer. Uh, well, I briefly had a new computer. Oh yeah, you told me the story. Uh, it's kind of a a story with twists and turns. Start from the end, like it's Quentin Tarantino, okay, like a memento. <laughs> All right, so picture me. Let, me. let me read these tattoos on my arms. It starts with me and um, Samuel Jackson in a diner <laughs> looking into a, a briefcase. All right, get up, motherfuckers. You each every motherfucking last one of you. Whatever it is. I'll eat every last one of you. Is that what you I'll eat every last one. That's what I shout out at diners when I eat my wa- see my waffles. Yeah. I'm going to eat every last one. You. <laughs> okay, so you needed to get a... I need a new laptop uh, for my virtual shows. Uh-huh. So what I did, I went to the Costco, I bought, I looked at like 90 laptops, mm-hmm. picked one. Which is weird because they only have four they laptops. They only have four laptops. Uh, I was going through people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> I went to like the Best Buy before, I went uh-huh. a couple places. So I bring a little slip up to the front, they charge me for it, the lady goes to the cage yeah, to get it, yeah. hands me a laptop, I get to the car... Get home. Because they keep all the expensive stuff, you know, the important stuff. A lot of electronics, like the iPhones or whatever. The gallon of mayonnaise, too. Yes, the gallon of mayonnaise (laughs) and the 3,000 stamps. (laughs) So she gives it to me, and I I just assume they gave me the right thing. Uh I get home. It's the wrong laptop, but it's worth, like, twice what I paid, like, $900 for a laptop. Sweet. This is, like, a $2,700 laptop. You got upgraded. Karma is real. Yeah. So then I call. I'm like, hey... I think you gave me the wrong laptop. Left a message. They never call me back. <laughs> Did you let you call Costco? It was like, hi. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't leave my number. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry, you guys. Uh, you, I, I just want to get this off my conscience. Yeah. That's, I'm I keep mean, it. that's pretty much what the phone call was yeah. for. I didn't expect to, to call your back. tracks. So a month later, I go to Costco. I've been several times. There's a block on my account. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you have to go to this other Costco. I'm like, oh, that's where I bought the computer. So I have to go. I call them. And lady's like, we, it's totally our mistake. We messed up. We've already counseled the employee. They, <laughs> they fired the employee? No, counseled. Oh, counseled. And I'm like, I don't want anyone counseled on my behalf. Fire that employee. Discipline yeah. them. Do not counsel. Them. <laughs> I don't want them to get better. Yeah. I just want them to have a different job. Yeah. No, you want that person with that job because oh. they're hooking you up. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. you buy the f- six packs of TVs. And you get, and a, dozen, you get, you get a baker's dozen. You get the Panasonic's. Hand one. <laughs> so they're like, you, can you bring it back? I'm like, there's stuff on it. But she's like, well, it's our fault. You're like, you don't want it after what the things yeah. that I've already used it for. <laughs> you may go to jail yes. <laughs> if it's in your chain of custody. Uh, long story short, she's like, we'll give you 100 bucks and a Costco gift card if you bring it back. I'm mm. like, Sure. And then I get back and she's like, where's all the, the, where's the box? I'm like, 
I've had it for a month. It's been a month. <laughs> it's been a yeah. month. <laughs> did you put stickers on there? Yeah, yeah, there's stickers did? on Oh, it. brutal, dude. The whole time she's looking. And I'm, I was going to be like, that's a limited edition Scabs the Clown sticker. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they can't resell it at that point. That's the thing, right? Well, so they it can't. probably just makes more sense for them just to let you keep it. Yeah, I think it's a weird inventory insurance thing to where it ends up in one of those. They, they send it back to a company that buys Costco returns and then auctions it off. Gotcha. So they can write it off as a loss, yeah. as a broken computer or versus, something. Yeah, I think it's easier to write yeah, it yeah. off versus it disappearing out of our locked stock room. And now there's another Louis Fox. Yeah. I actually, someone <laughs> in Indonesia responded to me <laughs> when, you when I emailed you. Exactly. And their writing is so much more clear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the late lady's like, you didn't bring the, the, they should have a stylus pen. I'm like, dude. Not my problem. Yeah, no. Does anyone ever like use a stylus pen? No. The moment it comes out of the box, it's like I'm like the one I bought didn't come with a stylus. Yeah, right. (laughs) You could have just said all sorts of shit. I mean, I I could have said like, "Hey, the laptops." I mailed to my nephew. You could have like done all this bank fraud or something like try to identity hack from that computer and then give it back to the Costco. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. So long story short, uh, I have uh, the computer I paid for. Oh, and then they wanted to. uh, I go. The uh, warranty, does it start now or a month ago? She goes, a month ago. I'm like, well, that's not fair. Yeah, no way. Yeah. It should start in three months. It should, it should start <laughs> six months It should from start now. the moment I break it. <laughs> a I month come, before I break it. I come to make this a laptop that haunts that Costco. Like, keep breaking it and returning it every, like, yeah. three months. It would be cool if they gave you another wrong computer. It was just a nicer version of the one they <laughs> accidentally gave you. The other you. one? <laughs> before you know it, I'm, like, launching nuclear missiles. <laughs> yeah, right. You own Costco. <laughs> It's like the guy who starts with a penny and trades stuff to get the house. Oh, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. That's awesome, man. Cool. Well, uh, that's good to hear. And it's weird that you're using the same old computer right now. (laughs) The old one that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Louie, let's get to the stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from CNN.com. That's a news source more reliable than doing your taxes using the same scoring system as in bowling. <laughs> well, you don't you can't do a turkey. <laughs> you can't. How much mileage did you claim? A turkey. <laughs> All right. The story goes, man bowls perfect game with his father's ashes inside the ball. I can just imagine like the bowling association, like sitting around the board of directors, sitting around at a table, smoking cigarettes. And they're like, how can we get more people to watch bowling? We'll make the balls ashes. We'll make the balls dead people. We'll make the balls dead people. I like where you're going. Yeah. Now, is he a one man team now? Right. (laughs) One Illinois man has bowled a perfect game more than a dozen times, but the last time he went for the perfect 300, there was more at stake. So it's not a big deal if he's done it. Like, oh, I've done it a dozen times. Yeah. And I've, I actually have heard an interview with this guy and, uh, yeah, he, he is a professional bowler, and so he's done it a ton, but yeah. it's the first time he's done it with his dad inside the ball. Yes, but also, it doesn't specifically say this in the article, but it's implied based on the timeline that he's been bowling with this ball for a while. Yes. It wasn't like, hey, the first day out, I hit a 300 with Pops. And if I remember correctly, he um, he bowls with a certain type of ball that is, uh, his the style that he bowls is different than most people. I think he does like an open palm. And then, then you hook it. 
Yeah, yeah, but most people have like uh, holes in the ball. I don't think he does. He does, um, but there's no no um, no thumb hole. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he does two fingers. Earlier this month, John Hinkle Jr. a Peoria John Hinkle Sr. <laughs> was also the guy that shot uh, Reagan. Yeah, honored the memory of his father, John Hinkle Sr., by achieving the perfect score. By achieving that perfect score while using a bowling ball that contained his father's ashes. Hinkle Jr., a school counselor, (laughs) comes from a family of bowlers. He and his twin brother, Joe, started leagues when they were four years old. Their parents bowled as well. So the interview that I heard with um, both of the brothers, uh, they were talking about they, like, grew up, like, they slept at bowling alleys. Yeah. Like, like they just grew up at bowling alleys. Their parents were always, but I'm like, what sort of parents are, like, having their kids sleep at bowling alleys? Yeah, especially, especially like, in that era. Like, a bowling alley now is different from a bowling alley in 92. Yeah, where it's, like, all smoke, all plaid. Yeah. That's probably the most emotional trauma was just being exposed to that much plaid. Yeah, that... <laughs> yes. The kid could tell the smell from Coors Light to Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> uh, John Hinkle Sr. never made a perfect game until now, Hinkle Jr. wrote in a Facebook post on April 12th, where he shared the video of that special moment. So whose name... Because when you, when you bowl up a, a 300, you get like a certi- certificate. Uh-huh. Whose name do they put on it? John Hinkle. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is like, does it count if I slid down the lane living and knocked all the pins over? Yeah, I would. We need to get your your little uh, ghostometer, ghost and so to see how much energy, because maybe he's putting out energy. Maybe it would have been a split. Yeah, but dad's like ener- dead energy's like you know shooting out. <laughs> dead. I don't want any. When I'm dead and I haunt crap, I don't want you to call it dead energy. <laughs> Once you bowl a perfect game, doing it again is far less daunting because you've done it before, Hinkle told CNN. But he said emotions were high at this game because it was like no other. I was shaking. I had tears in my eyes the last couple balls. The 38-year-old said, I just knew what it meant to my dad and my brother to do this. Way to ice out your mom. Yeah, right? (laughs) My mom didn't actually really care. My mom was never really there for me. (laughs) Hinkle's brother was the first one to hug him after the final strike, leading to even more tears. I started crying more when he approached me because we did what we said we would do. It's like, it's a team. It's me and my brother. Now, and my dad, it, we, like, we were really a bowling squad versus one dude rolling a ball. Yeah. When their father died in 2016, Hinkle said he and his brother thought about quitting bowling. Their mother died in 2014, so it was hard to continue the sport without being able to look back and see their parents. My mom and dad were always there for me and my brother when we were bowling in leagues, Hinkle said. You'd look back and you'd see one of them there or both. Hinkle just brought up the idea of bowling with his father's ashes to his brother in 2017, but it took more than a year to find someone who was willing to put the ashes in a bowling ball. So I bet between you and me, we could find someone in probably half an hour who would do this. I Well, we know weirder people than I think the Hinkles might. <laughs> okay. They know bowlers. <laughs> they know bowlers. We know taxidermists. We, we, we know people who specialize in putting bodies in small places. But if you go back to the story that we did about the guy who made the electric guitar out of his uncle's skeleton, he yes. also had the same problem of no one wanting to help him with the project. Yes. But to me, it's like, how hard is it to pour some ashes in a thumb hole and, and then seal, seal it up? It's right? not hard at all. Manny and he- I would lie. I'd be like, dude, this is this is my dad. My dad smoked cigarettes. This is the last cigars. This was the ashtray yeah. of the last cigar. Yeah, right? 
Many, Never mind all those cold teeth in there. Many Hinkle ass didn't know how to do so or were nervous about ruining the ball, he said. <laughs> like how they were nervous about ruining the ball, not like ruining your father's yeah, ashes. I don't want to mess up the last <laughs> thing that your father <laughs> is on this earth. Luckily, Hinkle's childhood friend, who, who also bowls, had just opened a pro shop, was up for the task. She sealed the ashes in the thumb hole on the first try. I'm glad she got it on the first try, right? You would like, so, hey, John, sorry I messed it up. Yeah. I totally screwed up your dad's ashes. I had to use my dog, my old dog, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rover's ashes. So it's it's still good, though. Yeah. Well, like, wouldn't you practice? Like, if I was doing it with someone's ashes, I'd do a, a, a dry run first. Right? Bore the hole, put some... You know, something from the fire pit in there sealed up and see how it went. Right. Hinkle said he's going to retire the ball after he competes the upcoming Tournament of Champions, the last tournament he played with his father before he passed away. So I think that's a bad move. You should retire it at the 300. Because if you, like, choke, just totally... Oh, yeah, go out on a losing note? Yeah. yeah. No. Right? I think you should retire now. I agree, because what happens if you lose that ball? It's like... Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, losing your dad. I mean, in the end. All over again. In the end, it's only going to end up at a flea market in 40 years. Yeah, right? Well, I, in the interview I heard with him, he had the um, the urn in his house. And he was like, it's not doing anything. My dad loved bowling. Let's make a bowling ball out of him. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, right? Oh, it's I, like, you, you know, your dad loved to play games. So you put put him like an Etch-A-Sketch or something, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> or he smelled weird. You make an incense stick out of his ass. Yeah, my dad loved to play chess, so... You I, had resin built. We're well, still alive. <laughs> yeah, right? I just, you're, you're still, still alive. You're still floating the idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. I think it's whatever you like if you put your dad's in cool. It's like, hey, I just wrote, mowed a perfect stripe pattern on my lawn after I poured my dad's ashes into yeah. my lawnmower. Yeah, right? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, good for him. It's probably, it sounds like they were pretty connected to their parents. I, I mean, they're thinking about giving up bowling because their parents <laughs> couldn't show up to their game. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's like pretty attached. I wonder how many failed things that people put people's like i put my dad's ashes into this volleyball and then you know i tore my acl yeah right like how many of those things fail yeah i well i imagine there's probably not a lot of not a lot of businesses that specialize in let's make your ashes something into something cool like they have the rings that we know about we have the compost in washington where you can do that but what else i mean make someone into a diamond yeah um I think you can do an hourglass, or if you can't, oh, cool. you should be able to. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, you dump you dump it off a helicopter. We gotta get on this. We gotta make a business out of this. What? Yeah. What's the coolest thing you could put a uh, uh, TV? You could, you could do put a, it in a TV. <laughs> I don't know. You can make a, you can make clothes out of them. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Like human leather. Like yeah, here's sure. my, here's, here's my yeah. buffalo bill jacket. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of cool and uh, good for that guy, man. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like to congratulate him on his 13th 300. Yeah. This story comes from thedenverchannel.com. That's a news source more reliable than watching the new Wonder Woman video at Hollywood Video. 
Yeah, you don't think you, that would uh, it would work out? It was from 1984, man. I think Blockbuster Video is prominently featured in that movie. <laughs> Story goes, woman faced felony charges over unreturned Sabrina, the teenage witch VHS that was rented in 2000. Oh. She was sentenced to watching Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> a former Oklahoma resident. That rec- would be the best episode of Cops. Do you know why I pulled you over? No, sir. Three words. Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> Do you know why we pulled you over? In 1994, you watched the complete season of Dallas. <laughs> but that's not why we pulled you over. <laughs> a former Oklahoma resident recently discovered she was facing felony charges for failing to return a VHS tape that was rented in her name more than 20 years ago from a store in the state that went out of business more than a decade ago. Yeah, I like how she's trying to distance herself, though. She's like, it was rented in my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? What the story doesn't say is that the store closed because they didn't have that one copy of Sabrina <laughs> was, the Teenage Witch. It was propping them up. <laughs> it was what they call what they call it, the lost leader. People come in to see the Teenage Witch, and then they rent Batman Returns. Exactly. According to KOKH-TV and KFOR-TV in Oklahoma City, Karen McBride made the discovery when she tried to change the name on her Texas driver's license after getting married. I just want to say it's good to see local TV news crews getting together and getting along to break this story. Yeah, right? I wish the police could do that. Yeah. Jeez. During the process, Texas officials told her there was an issue in Oklahoma that needed to be taken care of. That's the worst is when someone tells you the issue. You're like, what's going down? Yeah, right. We don't know what it is, but you need to go to a different state yeah, to figure this out. They're not going to tell me what it is. <laughs> well, I can't give you, you know, why are you really changing your name? Yeah, is it because of this blockbuster late charge? <laughs> the first thing she told me was felony embezzlement. So I thought I was going to have a heart attack, McBride told KOKH. I see. I think that's a bit much if she's guilty of what they said. Embezzlement has to do with your employer. Unless she worked at the video store, it's not really embezzlement. Yeah, it's weird. According to KOKH and KFOR, online documents show that McBride had been charged with embezzlement of rented property in March of 2000. The charges stem from a rented tape of the popular 90s sitcom Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So I wonder if it's some weird loophole that because you're a member of the video club oh, or whatever. interesting. That, that yeah, it, maybe. The tape had been rented from Movie Place, a video rental store in Norman, Oklahoma, that closed in 2008. McBride told KOKH that she's never watched that show in my entire life, just not my cup of tea. How would you know it's not your cup of tea if you've yeah, never right? watched it? Uh, you know, I've never seen it, but it's definitely not my cup of tea. Never, never that watched it. actress is so, so unbelievable. I mean, that cat is so annoying. <laughs> I mean, it's so animatronic. With the English accent? <laughs> like, what's the deal? She added that the video made... <laughs> the ending was horrible. They didn't really wrap up the <laughs> yeah, whole series. Just, they left us all hanging. She added that the video may have been rented in her name by a man she was living with at the time. She said he may have rented the tape for his daughters. Luckily for McBride, KFOR reports that prosecutors in Cleveland County have decided to drop the case. However, McBride says she's been denied several job opportunities over the years and noted that pending felony charges may have played a role. I mean, okay, so this is what, 13 years ago that that she was rented it, right? No, 2000, so 21 years ago. 21 years ago. Yeah, when they ran my criminal background check, all they're seeing is those two words, felony embezzlement. While prosecutors have dropped charges against McBride, she still needs to take further action to get the charges expunged from her record. That's crazy. So that's what I was asking you before we started recording is that 
So if the police were involved, that means that the video store had to go to the police and say, here's a list of all the people who have outstanding <laughs> videos that haven't been returned. Round them up. <laughs> Bring them in. I know you're busy catching murderers and rapists and pedophiles, but could you get these people who have copies of, you know, City Slickers? And, yeah, City Slickers 2. Yeah, <laughs> the Legend of Curly's Gold. Yeah, like, what, seriously? Like, I mean, maybe they're trying to recoup some of their co- costs of going out of business. Or- I bet I bet it has, it's an insurance thing. It all comes back to insurance. Uh-huh. So you have to go, here's my losses, and the insurance company goes, well, who has it? Yeah. And you go, oh, well, that's this person. And then the insurance, you ruined this lady's life, and the insurance paid you back $18.99 for the DVD. I think Sabrina the Teenage Witch ruined this woman's life. This would be smart for Melissa Joan Hart to come in and, like, save the day. Yeah. To expunge her record for her. (laughs) To use her magical powers. (laughs) In in the off season, she got her law degree. (laughs) Hi. You made me know know me as Clarissa Explains It All or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But I'm actually Melissa Joan Hart Esquire. Esquire. (laughs) Personal injury lawyer. Personal injury lawyer (laughs) and anti-government corruption fighter. (laughs) Ah, I like it. Yep. That's it for today, Oddballs. want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out and continue helping us record in person, you can contribute to our Patreon help page. Help us help you help us. Yes. <laughs> you can go to oddandoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon link. That'll take us to where you can support us for as little as a few dollars a month. You can get crazy prizes like postcards from the road. We need to send one uh, to our Patreon contributor, Owen Bunstein, okay. so we can get on that bad boy <laughs> while we're together today. <laughs> All right. It does help out. You know, Louie and I now live in separate states, and so uh, doing it in person is a little bit more difficult, but it does uh, offset some of the costs that we incur to fly back and forth mm-hmm. on our private jet <laughs> and uh, helps with on the uh, Gulf Stream. my child support. So. <laughs> that Gulfstream gas is so expensive. <laughs> Where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? I'll be up at the Northwest Washington Fairgrounds uh, today through the 16th, helping out with the drive through zoo. As of our recording, there are still some time slots to go through so go through check that out also the day this comes out the 11th my wife's getting her hair done so i'll have to remember even though i'm not physically there to tell her her new hair looks awesome yeah just tell her in advance right now yeah (laughs) hey your hair looks good your hair looks amazing did you did you you do something to that hair it looks fantastic (laughs) amazing So Your old hair, not so good. Yeah. This hair, You look like garbage yesterday. <laughs> uh, where can they catch you, Matt? They can catch me hitting refresh over and over and over again, waiting for my tax refund. Oh. Yeah, uh, you getting a refund? I, well, yeah, I hope so. Jeez. Oh, you, you haven't even filed? No, I did file. <laughs> they didn't give it to me automatically, though, but they did say you will. You are in the medium risk of being audited. So, oh, really? So I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, do you, do you use like TurboTax? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's why. I couldn't afford my uh, CPA this year, so <laughs> I had to do it myself and, you know, whatever. They can come at, come at me, IRS. How confident are you that you're medium risk and not high risk? <laughs> I don't care at this point, man. I do not care. It's like, I am like, you know, so far off the grid at this point. Yeah, they're not going to be able to find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, tough. I got no address. It's, it's not like I talk about this stuff openly. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> on a podcast. Now, you filed, does, does Eugene, Oregon have its own IRS? <laughs> the hippie yeah, IRS? it does. <laughs> you can pay in poems. <laughs> <laughs> I got my refund in good vibes. 
Uh, yeah, I uh, I filed and hopefully I get a uh, return, you know? Nice. So it was pretty easy, actually. I mean, I didn't make a lot of money last <laughs> yeah. year. And so it was uh, it was pretty easy to do. And hopefully it works out to get a refund. But I, I am waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like every day, I'm like, where is it? Where is oh. it? Where is it? See, we filed ours and we always apply our, we never get a refund. Mm. But like the one time we did, we re- applied it to next year's estimated taxes. Oh, that's nice. Which what we did this year. But we got a check from the IRS, which was amazing because, like, I've never gotten a check from the IRS. Uh So that was pretty oh sweet pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool i normally don't cash them i just put them on the wall yeah because <laughs> it's 13 cents <laughs> yeah that's what i'm doing louie not a whole lot just hanging out and uh, if you want to send us a message you can do so at info at odd and offbeat.com let us know the weird stuff you're up to if you're coming across anything weird in the news or in life that you want to share with us we would love to hear from you um also check out our meme contest yes. if you have not i know a lot of listeners are li- who some of our listeners haven't ever even competed in the meme I know, contest. I know. It's, like, it's, it's not very hard. You just look at it and think of something amazingly funny. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I have people who compete in the meme contest regularly, and they're like, I never win. I'm like, well, you are competing against, like, all of my friends <laughs> yes. who are co- professional comedians. <laughs> so it's a bit tough. It always cracks me up, though, when people who are, like, amazing comedians and, like, write Stuff like that. Uh, and then you see, like, that was a garbage comment. <laughs> like, this lady here who's just like a, you know, preschool teacher just crushed yeah, you. Yeah, right? Well, you can do that. And that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We want to thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.